Hello and welcome to another episode of Where Butterflies Come From. In this show, we read fairy tales from all over the world and react to them in real time. Hope you like listening as much as we like making it. Enjoy! The cat on the Dover Doverfell. Is a cat? The Let's cat. do the cat. Okay. Oh, this is too small. Okay, the cat on the Doverfell. Once upon a time, there was a man up in Finnmark who had caught a great white bear, which he was going to take to the king of Denmark. Now, it so fell out that he came to the Doverfell just about Christmas Eve. And there he turned into a cottage. He did? <laughs> Why not? I guess he went into a cottage. He turned into a cottage where a man lived. <laughs> That's fucking with my head. <laughs> he turned into a cottage. Uh-huh. And there he turned into a cottage where a man lived, whose name was Halvor. And he asked the man if he could get house room there for his bear and himself. Huh. Heaven never help me if what I say isn't true, said the man. But we can't give anyone house room just now. For every Christmas Eve, such a pack of trolls come down upon us that we are forced to flit. And haven't got so much a house over our own heads to say nothing of lending one to anyone else. Oh, said the man. If that's all, you can very well lend me your house. My bear can lie under the stove yonder and I can sleep in the side room. Well... He begged so hard that at last he got leave to stay there. So the people of the house flitted out. And before they went, everything was got ready for the trolls. And the tables were laid. And there was rice porridge and fish boiled in lye and sausages and all else that was good. Just as for any other grand feast. Oh, sounds nice. All the food that I like. Mm -hmm. So when everything was ready, down came the trolls. Some were great. Some were small. Some had long tails, and some had no tails at all. Some, too, had long, long noses. And they ate and drank and tasted everything. Just then, one of the little trolls caught sight of the white bear, who lay under the stove. So he took a piece of sausage and stuck it on a fork, and went and poked it up against the bear's nose, screaming out. (laughs) Pussy, will you have some sausage? Then the white bear rose up and growled and hunted the whole pack of them out of doors, both great and small. Oh, nice. So useful. Next year, Halvor was out in the wood. On the afternoon of Christmas Eve, cutting wood before the holidays, for the thought the trolls would come again. And just as he was hard at work, he heard a voice in the wood calling out. Halvor! Halvor! Well, said Halvor, here I am. Have you got your big cat with you still? Is it conflating bears with cats? Really? I don't know. Yes, that I have, said Halvor. She's lying at home under the stove. And what's more, she has now gotten seven kittens, far bigger and fiercer than she is herself. Oh, then we'll never come to see you again, bawled out the troll away in the wood. And he kept his word. For since that time, the trolls have never eaten their Christmas roses with Halvor on the Doverfell. That's it? Yes. Yes, that's it. Okay. All right, let's see what else we got here. That's just a Christmas story, huh? It's a nice little story. Yeah. Very holidays, really. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
the lad who went to the north wind. North wind. Once on a time, like, hey, come on. Once upon a time, there was an old widow who had one son. And as she was poorly and weak, her son had to go up into the safe to fetch meal for cooking. But when he got outside the safe and was just going down the steps, there came the north wind puffing and blowing, caught up the meal, and so away with it through the air. Like, what, what, like these, what are these sentences? Okay. <laughs> the lad went back into the safe for more, but when he came out again on the steps, if the north wind didn't come again and carry off the meal with a puff, and more than that, he did so the third time. At this, the lad got very angry. And as he thought it hard that the north wind should behave so, he thought he'd just look him up and ask him to give up his meal. How does the wind chew? (laughs) So off he went, but the way was long, and he walked and walked. But at last he came to the north wind's house. Okay. Mm-hmm. The North Wind lives in a bungalow, if you can believe that. <laughs> this seems very cute. Mm-hmm. Good day, said the lad, and thank you for coming to see us yesterday. Good day, answered the North Wind, for his voice was loud and gruff. And thanks for coming to see me. What do you want? Oh, it's all, it's all in caps. Good day, said the North Wind, for his voice was loud and gruff. And thank you for coming to see me. What do you want? Oh, answered the lad. I only wish to thank you to be so good as to let me have back that meal you took from me on the safe steps. For we haven't much to live on. And if you're to go on snapping up the morsel we have, there'll be nothing for it but to starve. I haven't got your meal, said the North Wind. But if you're in such a need, I'll give you a cloth which will get you everything you want. If you only say cloth... Spread yourself and serve up all kinds of good dishes. Oh, okay. With this, the lad was well content. But at last, the way was so long he couldn't get home in one day. So he turned into an inn on the way. And when they were going to sit down to supper, he laid the cloth on a table which stood in the corner and said, Cloth, spread yourself and serve up all kinds of good dishes. He had scarce said so before the cloth did as it was bid. And all who stood by thought it a fine thing. But most of all, the landlady. So when all were fast asleep at dead of night, she took the lad's cloth and put another one in its stead. Just like the one he had got from the north wind, but which couldn't so much as serve up a bit of dry bread. This cloth couldn't give you whatever you want. Oh no. So when the lad woke, he took his cloth and went off with it. And that day he got home to his mother. Now, said he, I've been to the North Wind's house, and a good fellow he is, for he gave me his cloth. And when I only say it, cloth, spread yourself, and serve up all kinds of good dishes, I get any sort of food I please. All very true, I dare say, said his mother, but seeing is believing, and I shan't believe it till I see it. Mmm, yes, you are a... Yes. Nice. You are a reasonable... You are a reasonable woman. Yeah. I would have just been like, all right, sounds good. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, what do you want to do? <laughs> you want to watch TV? Watch TV. What's the TV? I don't know, ask your cloth. Okay. So the lad made haste, drew out a table, laid the cloth on it, and said, 
cloth, spread yourself and serve up all kinds of good dishes. But never a bit of dry bread did the cloth serve up. Well, said the lad, there's no help for it but to go to the north wind again. And away he went. Well, I better go back. <laughs> like immediately. This one is broken. This one's. I need to like need a customer support. <laughs> so he came to where the North Wind lived late in the afternoon. Good evening, said the lad. Good evening, said the North Wind. I want my rights for that meal of ours which you took, said the lad. For as for that cloth I got, it isn't worth a penny. I've got no meal, said the North Wind. But yonder you have a ram which coins nothing but golden ducats. As soon as you say to it, ram, ram, make money. So the lad thought this a fine thing. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> but as it was too far to get home that day, he turned in for the night to the same inn where he had slept before. Before he called for anything, he tried the truth of what the north wind had said of the ram and found it all right. But when the landlord saw that, like, where are you everywhere? <laughs> you see everything? He thought it was a famous ram, and when the lad had fallen asleep, he took another which couldn't coin gold ducats and changed the two. He found a ram which couldn't coin <laughs> gold ducats and then flop flopped the two. Wow. He was like, mm, that one. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. That one can do it too. Okay. <laughs> that one can't do it. Okay, you, okay, switch. <laughs> it's difficult to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget. You gotta check somewhere. <laughs> Most of the thing just can't make money. Yeah, yeah, except for the one that can. <laughs> Next morning, off went the lad. And when he got home to his mother, he said, After all, the north wind is a jolly fellow. For now he has given me a ram which can gold coin ducats if only I say. Ram, ram, make money. Ram, ram. Ram, ram. <laughs> ram, ram. <laughs> all very true, I dare say. Like, why say that? You're just being coy. You clearly don't believe him. I'm his mother. I do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All very true, I dare say, said his mother, coyly. He, she, that, that wasn't her. <laughs> but I shan't believe any such stuff until I see the, the ducats made. The ducats made. Ram, ram, make money, said the lad. But if the ram made anything, it wasn't money. <laughs> Did it poo? <laughs> it just pooped. So the lad went back again to the north wind and blew him up and said the ram was worth nothing and he must have his rights for the meal. Well, said the north wind, I have nothing else to give you but that old stick in the corner yonder. But it's a stick of that kind if you say stick, stick, lay on. It lays on till you say stick, stick, now stop. I don't know what that is. Let's find out. So, as the way was long, the lad turned in this night, too, to the landlord. But as he could pretty well guess how things stood as to the cloth and the ram, he lay down at once on the bench and began to snore as if he were asleep. Now the landlord, who easily saw that the stick must be worth something, hunted up one which was like it, and when he heard the lad snore, was going to change the two. But, just as the landlord was about to take it, the lad bawled out, Stick, stick, lay on. So the stick began to beat the landlord. Okay. Till he jumped over chairs and tables and benches and yelled and roared. Oh my, oh my, bid the stick be still, else it will beat me to death, and you shall have back both your cloth and your ram. When the lad thought the landlord had got enough, he said, Stick, stick, now stop. 
Then he took the cloth and put it back into his pocket and went home with his stick in his hand, leading the ram by a cord around its horns. And so he got his rice for the meal he had lost. The end. You know, the North Wind never said that if you, if you said stop, it would stop. It says. Oh, I see. Until you tell it to stop, I guess. Yeah. So the North Wind knows something. Like he knows it was stolen by, by the landlord. I don't even know how did that work. The North Wind did not know. The North Wind was like, just have this stick. Yeah. The North Wind is uh, just just gives people things. That's great. Because the North Wind took their meal. It's really like once your address is being like exposed, uh-huh. it's very inconvenient. People just come to your house and ask for stuff. Mm-hmm. And you just have... He knocked on the North Wind's door, and the North Wind's assistant showed up and was like, the North Wind's busy right now. <laughs> I can put you down for a 30-minute appointment in three weeks. <laughs> What's your availability like on Wednesdays? <laughs> yeah, it's just very rude. He just go there and every day, every other day. And Leave he- earthly deities alone. <laughs> they have work to do. Okay? <laughs> And he just at home waiting for him and give him stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not cool. Interesting. It's an interesting story. Is it though? Yeah. Why yeah. not? It's okay. Because this is like uh, interesting stuff. Like uh, make food mm-hmm. when you wish. It will come food when you wish. It will come money. When you wish, it will hit people. Everybody wants these things. I know, I certainly do. Mm -hmm. I want food and money to hit people. Yeah, the basic needs. (laughs) That's Maslow's pyramid of of needs. Yes. Mm